where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. The Believer's Walking in Righteousness with Brother James Ware is now on the air. His goal is to awaken you from the error of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or have a need for prayer requests, please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast. We will be sure to provide his website along with his mailing address. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Ask you to anoint me that I speak nothing to glorify self, or nothing to be of my own ideas, but God, that I may say something, may speak to your peoples to cause them to have a mindset to want to serve you. I ask you to allow me to decrease and you increase in my life as I begin to go forth and to obey that which I believe you have given me to say. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I ask you to bless those that are listening. In a special way, God, I ask you to look upon them, that they too might have an ear to hear what thus says the Lord, that it may not be according to their will or their understanding, but it be according to that which you would have them to have in their spirit and be the vessels that you have chosen these last and evil days. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially you. I thank God for what the Lord is doing and how he's doing it. Amen. I thank God for how the Lord have been blessing. Amen. In spite of what the devil tried to mess. And the truth of the matter is, if you're not going through something or have went, haven't been going through something, get ready. Uh, the enemy 
if you're on the Lord's side, if you're chosen, called by him, he will not allow, that devil ain't going to allow you to continue on without him trying to come against you. But I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged. I really am. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged to stand. I'm encouraged to be the vessel that God would have me to be in these last and evil days. Folks, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You ain't got to take Brother Ware's word for it. Just look around you. Look at the situation. Look how people are, are taking one little word, and it may be the— it may, you may be saying something and they take it totally uh, to another cause or whatever. Look at the people that you thought was your friend and you realize that they are not your friends because they are selfish and you're not doing what they would have you to do, uh, what they would have you to be doing. Then all of a sudden, everything is totally changed. So what I'm saying, uh, it's sad that we're living in these days, but the Bible has already told us this, really have. Uh, when you look at, uh, I looked at a little bit of the, the funeral of uh, President Bush, and <clears throat> I remember when he was getting ready to run the second time. I remember the first time, too. He's kind of like he came on Reagan, uh, President Reagan, uh, I used the word uh, coattail, you know, because of who was Reagan was and how he made an effect. Then Bush automatically didn't have to do too much or nothing to get in there. But I saw, I saw how these people was praising him. And I remember uh, not only that one person, uh, Dole, I think his name were, uh, and I might have it wrong, but the one that was in the wheelchair that stood up and to salute him, he was his friend even then. Uh, matter of fact, he was going to run, if I'm not mistaken, he was running in the beginning uh, against him, but he lost out earlier, so uh, he didn't uh, do it, but they was friends. Now, other than that, I don't remember none of those people that had all this good stuff to say and how he did this, and how he was a dad, and uh, it's proved that uh, he had endurance because I think his relationship with his wife was about 70-plus years, and that's something you have to be willing to endure. Uh, he stayed with her to death did they depart. Amen. So that alone was something that you could brag on or whatever, uh, and his boys was able to brag on it, and I can understand that. That usually, when you're coming up in, that's the way homes used to be, the dad was the hero of the family. Uh, now we understand that is not no more. We're living in a time now the dad is usually an absentee dad, usually. And if he's there, uh, sad to say, the, the sister, uh, the, the female of the house, is so dominant of it, uh, she's still the head of the house. And uh, now, not only that, but this come to the church. Uh, it's sad to say, but it's true. In the church, the, the, the sisters is the dominant force of the church, and they're going to do it their way 
or no way. They don't want to be subject to leaderships. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm not talking about every church. Uh, I'm just saying as a whole, church that's called out. Uh, we got churches of everything. You know, I looked at that uh, thing, that the, the funeral, that was a marvelous place and that different thing. So it's, I mean, it ain't about a building, believers. The scriptures say that God dwells not in temple made by hand. And I think that's where we get off course at. Uh, yes, God put a pastor there. Yes, he did. I, I don't care what people say. God chooses pastors. And he chooses pastors to lead and guide you in a direction to cause you to uh, uh, walk according to that which Christ would have you to do. Uh, a lot of times, folks, a lot of times, we got pastors. We want pastors to be what we want them to be, not what God called them and chose them to be. So the pastor's uh, able to do what he want to do because as long as he planned your game, he can do what he want to do and you do and on and on. You know, that's where it gets. But I'm telling you, we're living in a time now um, oh, yeah, let me go back on this funeral thing. How is it that so many people can have so many good things? And I remember uh, that when he was trying to run for election the second time, man, even his own party was talking against him. And I'm saying, well, where were all these people's wars then? How come nobody stood up then? And because they didn't, then guess what? He wound up not being reelected because they found so many flaws. Now, it's some of you today. Some of you got dear mothers that uh, need to hear that you love them. You got daddies that need to hear that you love them. You got family members, uncles, cousins, whatever, that they need to hear that you love them. When a person is dead, the Bible say they knows nothing. I stick with that, okay? So, it, it I mean, you can have, uh, they can talk about Brother Ware this and, oh, Brother Ware, he really did that. He Brother Ware really did. It ain't going to mean nothing after I'm dead. Once I close my eyes from this side, nothing going to matter except the works that are done in the flesh to stand before the Lord. And because the Bible says you're going to give an account of every deed done in your mortal body. So it's going to come up again. Uh, it's coming up again regardless. Just as you planted seeds of corn, you're going to reap corn. If you plant seeds of sin, you're going to reap sinful thing. Now, some people pay, pay for their sins on this side. Amen. They, they, they go through some suffering and they have to repent. They have to cry out to God, forgive them, and God does have mercy upon them. But then some people's the sin follow them. And because the sin followed them, then in hell they'll lift up their eyes because they was working in iniquity. That's what the Bible tells. I know Preachers don't want you to know this today because they want you to feel justified because 
You're attending their church. You're paying your tithes, giving your money. They don't want you to understand that, hey, somebody uh, going to have to give them an account because you got sins. You got sins that you refuse to get rid of. You hold to them, and you justify your sins. You justify it by saying, you don't understand what I'm dealing with, God. God understands everything. Folks, it ain't whether you, he understands, it's whether you understand. God tells you that when people persecute you, then you're supposed to love them. You're supposed to shower them. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. I wasn't going that way. I'm, I'm trying to get to where I'm going. But uh, I, I want to be obedient to the Spirit. As I often say, I try not to come to the radio station with pre-made that because God know who need whatever I'm talking about. But in uh, the book of Matthews, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but I'm, it, it, it bears repeating. Book of Matthews, Matthews, the fifth chapter. And I'm just going to read two of the verses. And it says, uh, uh, when I say two, I'll read three. No, I'll read two. Okay, it says, uh, Matthews, the fifth chapter, the tenth verse. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, wait a minute now. It says, blessed are the one that's persecuted for righteousness' sake. We ain't talking about because you did wrong. We ain't talking about because you lied or because you did and somebody came back on you or you said something and they called your word. No, 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 no. But knowing that you didn't do nothing, okay? Then it said, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all matters of evil against you falsely for my sake. Now, that's what the scripture said. Now, be blessed when these things come. It says, and then the next verse, I'm sorry, I said two verses. We've got to read three to get the point out. Twelfth verse says, and rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for greater are your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophet which were before you. Now listen to me. A lot of times we forget about this. This is not our home, folks. We often say that. We often say we believe that. But guess what? We don't live like that. We are live, honey, I'm going to get them straight. Honey, I'm going to tell them this. Honey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, Brother, I can't let you get away with this. Sister, I can't let you get away with that. In essence, what they are saying is I got to have my way or the highway. Amen. That's what they're saying. My way or the highway. And that's not the way of a believer. A true believer understand that the devil going to uh, persecute. The devil are going to say things or do things contrary to the will of God. The devil going to do these things, so you got to be ready to go through something. Oh, I'm just like everybody else when certain things hit you. Yes, it may rock you. You say, why would that person just literal say lies or, or say this or say that? You got to recuperate. You got to come back up and say, wait a minute. Well, Lord, you already told me that. Now, guess what? And I got this saying 
my uh, preacher friend told me today, I noticed you didn't even say snow. I said, no, I don't. Cause, uh, but I, uh, I said, it's raining today, but tomorrow the sun be shining. Or the sun shining today, but it may be raining tomorrow. Why I'm saying that good weather ain't going to always be in your favor. You're going to have some bad weather. Now, to somebody bad weather, they might like rain, you know, uh, Especially that person that's uh, want to sleep, they may be working third shift, and they would love to have a rainy day or something. Somebody else might be complaining about it, but on their part, it might be a blessed time. They'll be able to get under the cover and sleep and do this and do that. But nevertheless, here's, what, here's my point. People's going to talk about it. They're going to ridicule you. They're going to say, you got to be on course to know that God have chose you. That God is speaking, the Lord is speaking to you because you have something that needs to be manifested. God loves you so much that he chose you, as I often say, from all your brothers and sisters, if you have one, if you don't, if you're the only child, so what? God still chose you. He didn't have to, all right? And because of the fact that he did that, then you have to look at this. You got to take it a step further. If God, if the Lord have opened up your understanding, see, and that's it, that's it. We don't appreciate the understanding that we got. We don't appreciate the love that God has put in our heart and that we need to show other peoples what the love of God is. It's so easy to say, yeah, I love you, I love you this, and I love you that. But when things are not right, when it's not going according to what you think it should go, well, that's what love is. That's when the love begins to stand up. Amen. It begins to stand up when you go against the grain. long as everybody loving Brother Ware, Brother Ware can love them. But when that person, that wind up being just contrary to the will. Now, what Brother Ware have to do is he have to regroup and say, wait a minute, I got to see what the Word of God is saying about this. Because if I'm his child and God knows everything and I'm going through something, truly he know I'm going through what I'm going through. And truly he know he have chose me out to be chosen to be a part, to be in. That's what was happening. You got chosen. The Bible says, and this is where I was trying to get to, uh, just open up the scripture to this, and I'm saying uh, in the book of St. John, St. John the 10th chapter, and uh, I'm going to start reading around the 22nd verse. And when he was at Jerusalem, uh, feast of uh, uh destitute, uh, destination, I'm sorry, uh, uh, and it was winter. And Jesus walked into the temple of Solomon porch. Then came the Jews around and, uh, around and about him and said unto him, How long does thou make us uh, to doubt? If thou be Christ, tell us plainly. Now, hold up. They're saying, now, wait a minute. Jesus, you've been playing around with this thing, 
And what it was doing was looking at other people. That's what it was doing. It was looking at other people and what other people were saying. If you this, if you that, you know how we love to do. Uh, I, I, again, I play this game, and, and it is nothing but a game now when I say uh, somebody might say, who is you, brother? I say, I'm a thoroughbred, okay? I, I'm, I'm original. I run uh, like a thoroughbred because I used to drive truck, and I used to be real speeding and doing things that I shouldn't have did. But the truth of the matter is it was uh, wrong because of the fact that I was uplifting myself in playful. But we're not talking about that. What we are talking about, is these people saying, I, I can't know, is he he, if he not he? And, and I, I can't figure this thing out. See, the problem is that's where we're going wrong now today. We're trying to figure out if this God or this not God. Wait a minute, folks. You got to understand. You got to understand he chose you. Now, if he chose you, then why in the world is you trying to figure something out? Just begin to know you need to have faith to believe that he chose you. And whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're dealing with it because he's trying to make you be something that you uh, can't see. Because, see, we only can see what we want to see and a little bit where we want to go. Okay, now when you're trying to go somewhere, you're trying to see, I can see myself if I do this and if I do that. See, I, I, I use James Well, again. I use me for uh, uh, Brother Bummerby. If Brother Bummerby trying to go somewhere, first of all, now we understand we got uh, all these devices. Yeah. So you can put it in your phone and say, I'm trying to go to so-and-so, and, and it'll lead you, and you will, tie, you will turn, where well, I say turn, you will follow that, and you will you don't trust in that direction uh, that you will get just where you said you put in the phone. Now, back in the day, we didn't have that. So what you had to do, if you didn't know, you had to look at the map. And because when you look at the map and you you mapped out your road, I remember that I used to map out a road and just put the numbers down. If I was going to whatever city, I put the interstate and put that interstate and put that and that and abbreviate, run interstate to interstate, that interstate. Then when I get to that interstate, I look for uh, state road number so-and-so and and put that in, and I know how to get there. Now, here's the problem with that. Sometimes you get close and sometimes you miss. Now we got the devices we call GPS in your phone, and we'll put them in, and we'll follow that. Not knowing anything, we got more confidence. A lot of people, I don't, but a lot of people's got more confidence in the GPS than they do in them trying to map out something, them trying to find something. I'm not familiar with it good enough, so because I'm not familiar with it, then I have to do a different way. I usually try to figure it out uh, in a different pattern. But here's what I'm, that's not my point about this GPS. This GPS that you're using, it directing you to the place where you're trying to get to. Now, you don't see the place, but you put the place in. You're willing to follow that direction to get where you want. 
Now we got the scriptures and we got the voice of God speaking to some of you as I'm talking to you. Some of you can say, I heard the voice of God. I was laying there in my bed and God told me to do ABC and I did ABC and it happened just like he said. Sometimes, as long as it's all right, if we glory in, in it, then that's good. Oh, praise God. But the first time he tells you that you're going to be persecuted, they're going to use you, they're going to abuse you, they're going to say something, oh, there ain't nothing but the devil. Wait a minute, how come it began to be the devil? Could it be you don't know the voice of God? Could it be that you only hear a part of the voice of God and you haven't got to know him? I'm telling you, believers, we need to quit giving the devil praises like we do and understand that even I'm in Christ or I'm not in Christ. I can't jump in and out. If I jump in and out, then it's something wrong. I'm not really in there. And I'm going to go down here and I'm going to tell you about it further and I'm going to let you know. This is the problem right now. You are not hearing the voice of God. Yes, I've said things myself, and I thought, I really believed that it was the voice of God. But you know what happened? It wasn't the voice of God. Or if it was the voice of God, I begged out when the persecution came forth or when the, uh, when the ridicule. So I'll be back in a couple of minutes and I'll we'll get into that. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. are back. Amen. We thank God for you that have tuned in by way of Facebook, you that have tuned in by the radio, amen, or you that have tuned in by other devices. We thank the Lord for 
you. As she said, the telephone number is 404 355 That's 404-355-8699. Question or comment. Or you can reach us 1-866-923-2860. We would love to hear from you if you have a question or a comment. We thank the Lord for those of you that have uh, love Brother Ware enough to communicate, amen, um, by way of phone. And we're looking forward to those of you that uh, uh, we've been communicating with even the more. Indeed, our post office box will change. Uh, I talked to our um, manager, and she, in turn, going to put it on next week. We will be having a, a different number and it will be 232, two. amen, easily, South Carolina, that e, uh, easily. Uh, and we are hoping that we'll have everything lined up by next week. Uh, but the telephone number and everything else will be the same. like for you to visit our website, uh, brotherware.org. I'm sorry, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would appreciate uh, hearing from you. It's very important. Amen. We are not selling nothing. Uh, as I told uh, some people, they asked about uh, prayer cloth and all those things. I didn't condemn them. Uh, but I was just saying we don't do that. Uh, I want you to have your faith in Christ, in the works of Christ. Yes, I do believe in anointed oil. Amen. You pray over the oil and you begin to follow in the book of James. Amen. Uh, I believe that. Uh, but our faith is standing on, on Jesus and what he is doing. Now, as I was saying, uh, we was talking about how that they wanted Christ to reveal themselves. See, a lot of times people want you to say something, then really their works should say something. The works, you know, uh, I've, I've had people back in the day say, well, Brother Ware, he never tells me he loves me, you know, and that usually comes from on the sister's side. And and the brother say, well, he should understand, she, she should understand uh, uh, this, uh, that, uh, I do this, I do that, and it's time they saying, I just need to hear it. And uh, certain things, yes, you do need to hear. Uh, but when it comes to the Lord, the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How is it that we got to see everything that what the Lord shows? You know, oh, oh God, you need to show me. Is this right or that? Where is your faith, folk? Where is your faith? How come that when it comes to the things of God, you go to the job, you work on the job, uh, and those of you that have job, you work and you believe God that uh, these folks going to pay me. Now, I was on a job that we left uh, one weekend, 
come back to Georgia, they had the gate locked. Why? Because they had uh, shut down. They had filed bankruptcy. And the money that they had, we uh, some of us had to wait two years almost to get the money out of bankruptcy, the little money. So what I'm saying, that, that they owed you. Why? Because uh, that we was dealing with man. Now, God is not like that. He says, if you just trust him, you have this faith to believe that I am. I am to them a rewarding that to them that diligently seek me. So how is it that we seeking God and the only thing we can get caught up on, God, if you're blessing me in my finance, if you bless me with this, if you bless me with that. But wait a minute. What about bless me with holiness? What about bless me in righteousness? What about bless me so I can stand while I'm going through the persecution? And whatever I'm going through with, quit praising the devil and begin to say, okay, God, I'm in your hands, so I know you got this. If, if you know that God has got it, then trust me, brothers and sisters, it'll be a lot easier. It'll be a lot easier than whatever the enemy trying to put on you, whether it is or whether it's God allowing the devil to spank you. But let's get back to the scripture because I want to finish this. And then on the, um, uh, the 10th chapter of St. John, and I'm around the 24th, uh, I just read the 24th verse when he said, you need to make it plain. 25th verse says, and Jesus, I told you, and ye believe not. Wait a minute. I done told you who I was. But because sometimes people want to hear it in their way, they got their own way that they want you to say something. You done told them already. But then because you didn't say it the way that they want you to say it, they say, no, you didn't. You didn't tell us this. We waiting to hear it straight out, okay? Uh, and say, I told you, and you believe not. Uh, uh, you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Wait a minute. If you can't look at nothing else, look at what I'm doing. Folks, that's why it's so important for you to have the right works behind you. Too many peoples have the wrong work. We saying one thing, but we doing another. I, I often say, and if anybody know me, yes, I, I can get angry just like anybody else, but I would rather shut up. I would rather shut down on you than to say things that I'll regret down the road. I'll say things, I'll rather uh, shut down than to say something that I'm going to regret because I have to run it through, process it through my mind. Okay, I have to process. Why, Why are you saying you got to process? Because I may be saying something that is out of the will of God that God one thing I loved about David, in spite of David's shortcomings, in spite of all the things, the negative, when David was going to uh, possess the kingship, when he was going, and all of a sudden it was a, a young man that was a very supportive of Saul. You know how people don't like to see things change. If they see it one way, they don't want to see it another way. And in the midst of it, this man just started throwing dirt, and then he started throwing gravel, uh, rocks, and so on. 
Now, David men, uh, David followers, one of them said, look, hold up. Let me stop this. I can throw a spear and get rid of him. Just that. How is it, folks, that we say we're following God? One thing I love, now eventually that guy, he did get killed, okay? Uh, and I'm not getting into that because I'm not on that, but here's the deal. At that moment, David say, let him be. How I know that God ain't using them. See, David had sense enough not to give the devil the praises for anything that he was going through with. You say, well, that man wasn't nothing but the devil. But David did it the right way. How I know that I'm not being persecuted, uh, and I wish I had got the scripture, I would have told you so you can read it. How I know that I'm not being persecuted, that God hadn't raised him up for something that I had did. See, a lot of times you and I do things but what we do is fine. It's what others do is the problem. We'll do the same thing that somebody else did, and we expect for God. Oh, God know my heart. He know I didn't have no malice in my heart. He know I didn't have no this, no that. But then when somebody else do it, now all of a sudden it become a problem. And it's because we don't know the voice of God. If we knew the voice of God, we will keep our mouth shut and begin to praise God until we know where this persecution is coming from, until we understand what God is trying to uh, do in us. Now, I would love to uh, uh, say every time, oh, I knew God and I knew that this was God. But, man, I, 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 I promise you, believer, you talk, I was rejoicing about my uh, um, rejoicing coming down the road myself, thinking about what God did. And I took uh, persecuted, I took persecuted, pers I took talked about ridicule. And they said, no, your heart wasn't this, and your, that wasn't what God was doing, and, and even took uh, uh Things that was uh, totally against me. Now, mind you, God knew what's in the future. And because God knew what's in the future, what I got to go through and what I got to deal with, all of a sudden, I couldn't see it. But when God brought it to the forefront, tears came down my eyes. You know why? I said, God, I knew. Regardless, I knew somebody said one thing, somebody was saying another, somebody saying this is what I'm doing. And I said, now I know I prayed about this. I know I prayed about it. And I even told God, God, if it's what they saying, please let me know. I'm following you. I've been on this journey for a little while, folks. I done made some mistakes, yes, true. And uh, uh, I done did some things that I thought I was hearing from God. But I wasn't because it was in my inner man and I have talked about it so much or believed in it and convinced myself. I often give the illustration that uh, because I'm a country boy, when I was uh, 13 years old, they gave me the shotgun and gave me two shells. And uh, I and because when you're in the country, you eat from the land. And I went down the. Uh, uh, we, he, we had cows, so I went down in the pasture 
the squirrel hunt for an hour or so while he was feeding the cows and checking and, and doing the fence. I, in turn, uh, heard something in a nest, and I took the shotgun and I shot the shell. I aimed to the nest and shot up there in the nest, and lo and behold, the squirrel, a big squirrel was in the nest, and he was jumping around, and all of a sudden he fell out the nest and fell on the ground. Now, I'm coming back to the word, but I, 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 I'm making a point right here. Please bear with me. And in the process, now, because I need to say something, I picked this big old squirrel up, and I was so excited about it, and I started back up the hill, and as I started back up the hill, I, I thought if I tell my dad that I shot him out of a nest, he won't be proud of me. So I wanted him to be proud of me. So I wanted, I began to say, well, Dad, uh, when I got there, he said, boy, you got him. And he started grinning, laughing with me. And he said, how did you do it? I said, Dad, I saw him going from one tree to the other. And I realized he was fitting to jump to another tree. And just about the time he jumped, I shot him out of midair. And he said, boy, that's good. I didn't know you could shoot like that. And I told that lie. I really did. A literal lie because I wanted him to be proud of me. So I thought I can't tell my friends. I had some little friends. They'd come by the house, and we would all get together and go play ball in the ball in the cow pasture, play baseball uh, in the, uh, around in the little straw field. We had put up a goal with bicycle rim, and we're going to play basketball. So they asked me, they say, uh, man, uh, they, your dad told us that uh, you killed, did, did I tell you how I killed the squirrel? And I said, yeah, man, I, I thought I, I need to tell them the truth. But then I said, if I tell them the truth, it's going to get back to daddy. And then daddy going to hear and he going to say, well, why did you lie? Because, see, once you tell one lie, you got to tell another lie to prop that lie up. And then from lying on, going on and on and on. You can't just tell one lie, folks. The devil will fix you up and make you feel that you can tell one lie. But that lie will come back and you will fix it up. All right. I told my friend the same thing. I said, uh, I seen that squirrel running through the tree. And I looked at him and I said, well, just about the time I saw where he was going. And just about the time he jumped. I shot him out of midair. And boy, they said, wow, man, where you learn to shoot like that? I said, oh, I was practicing on my BB gun, you know. <laughs> so guess what? Years passed. Somebody, and I had killed, now I had learned to kill the rabbit. I, I, first rabbit I killed when we was uh, cutting king, and he couldn't run. I could outrun him, and I hit him with a stick, and then I went on. But here's my point. If you had to ask me four years from that day, when I was about 17 years old, hey, man, how did you kill the first uh, squirrel? I would tell you that same lie. I convinced myself of that same lie. I really didn't know. Uh, why? Because I had said it so long. Now, you say, well, wait a minute. That's a squirrel. Let me tell you something. Some of you are that way on your salvation. You don't convince yourself that you know the voice of God. But your attitude, your hatred, your, 
your different, your, your spirit, your not praying, not reading the word, not seeking God's face, manifesting, you really don't know God. So wait a minute. Jesus said this. If you, uh, if my works bear witness, what I'm saying, do your works bear witness that you truly love God, that you truly have surrendered your life? Is God getting the glory out of your life or you're trying to get the glory? If you're trying to get the glory, then you're going to get upset when it ain't going right. But if you're allowing the Lord to get the glory and you understand that nothing can happen, just happen when you belong to him. No, ma'am. No, sir. Nothing can happen just as we, we love to use the, the figure of Job, but it's more than just that. Yes, that's a good example that the devil said, look here, I, I, I would touch him, but you got a hedge around him. I can't do this. I can't do that. And, and I don't want to be like preachers. They nitpick through the script. The last time for this number, 4435586699, question or comment. But they love the nitpick through the scripture. And they want to say, oh, we got a hedge around. But you only want that hedge is when somebody is uh, uh, persecuting you. You don't want the hedge when you're trying to persecute somebody. And in essence, the same hedge that's around you, and it's just like they say, touch not my anointed. Guess what? Anybody that have surrendered their life to Jesus Christ, I'm talking about for real. Now, we're not talking about going through emotion. We're not uh, talking about as these preachers tell you, go ahead and say it. Now you're in the family of God. You ain't in no, not necessarily being in no family of God a bit more than a man in the moon. But they tell you that because they sometimes allow Satan to use them to make you feel comfortable in your sin, in your transgression, and in the things that you are doing. You should never feel comfortable. You should always feel that you need to come up. You should always feel that, yeah, it's, it's higher heights and deeper depths in the Lord. All right, and then it says, but... Uh, Ye believe not, because ye are not, I'm, I'm at 26 verse, uh, uh, 10th chapter, 26 verse, say, but ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice. Wait a minute. Do you really hear the voice of the Lord? Do you really hear the voice of God? Or are you hearing the peoples. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing that? I'm telling you, folks, I went through something. If I hadn't known that it was the will of God, I would have allowed it to get me down. I'm serious. I wouldn't be well met, but I knew that God, but everybody was going, uh, well, not everybody. The majority of the folks want to say, oh, you, you ain't hearing God. See, people love to tell you that you're not hearing God, but then are they hearing God is the key. And I had to hear the voice of God. And when you hear the voice of God, you can't go on circumstances. Because uh, the devil going to show you some stuff and show you things that's not naturally. But you got to go on with it. You got to stand because of the fact that the enemy want to uh, pull you back. But if you stand and don't allow to be wavering from 
as the scripture said in the book of James, don't be wavering at every wind and doctrine, but you stand firm and say, Lord, I know it don't look like it, and I truly believe I heard you, and I truly accepted what you said in your scriptures, but I, 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 it seems like, look like everything is crumbling around, and it's because the devil want to put doubt. When you understand that it ain't about doubting God, it's about standing and seeing the salvation of God. It ain't about, folks, what this person think, what that person think. No, ma'am, no, sir. It ain't about that. It's about what God says. And what God says is the most important thing. If the Lord, now mind you now, I know they don't teach you. I know they don't tell you. It must line up with Scripture, not no one Scripture neither. You can go in the Bible and get one Scripture out of, out of the Bible and justify anything that you're doing. Yes, you can do that. But guess what? It ain't about that. No, ma'am, no, sir. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, would you take the word and use the word rightfully dividing the word of truth, not using the word to justify your own feeling, your own thoughts. No, ma'am, no, sir, you can't do it. This is why we have in, in today's church uh, liberation. We bring in this. We don't, uh, sister said, I, I, I'm going to tell you, God told me to say it, and I'm going to say it. But wait a minute, what about the pastor? What about what the pastor's saying? The pastor is, is called by God to be a pastor, but you saying you called by God to be his servant. Wait a minute, somebody are not lining up. Then guess what? The Bible says, let us go back to the scripture. It teaches us, let us rightly divide the word of truth. I know we love that we're iron sharp and iron. And, man, y'all so full out of the will of God, it ain't even funny. But yet, you're saying that you want to be God's anointed. When you find peoples in the scripture being God's anointed, they knew the voice of God, and they had to know it. They had to know the voice of God, and they had to be willing to be a light. When the last time we led somebody to Christ? And that's what it's all about. That's why you're still here. It ain't about me showing James Ware, showing you how, how saved am I. If I'm not uh, causing the lost sheep to come to the sheepfold, that's a problem. That's what God left me here for. He didn't leave me here to, to uh, enjoy the fruits of the land. He got a whole lot better fruit than here. All right, let me go on for more time right now. But uh, you believe not because, you know, you're not my sheep. And I said unto you, my sheep, hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. Oh, you got this? Next verse says, and I gave unto you, then I'll give unto you eternal life, and they shall never perish. Okay? That's what the scripture, that's what he's saying. Now, if, if, if you're part of me, I gave, I give you eternal life, and you ain't got to worry about it. Neither shall, and neither shall man pluck them out of my hand. Listen, you know what? People can say what you want to say. A lot of folks ain't even in the will of God, ain't even been they convicted but not converted, so therefore they can get out of the will. 
didn't get out of the way. It's two or three things. I ain't, I'm a time right now. I can't go back. But you know when the man said that the vessel got clean? But because they didn't get the Holy Spirit in their vessel, they just kept a clean vessel. They endured for a while. After which, then the demons come back. And then they brought demons seven times worse. And that person was in the church. They used to just lie every now and again. Now they become a big liar. They used to be fornicating every now and again. Now they began to be a whole hopper. They began to do these things. They used to steal every once in a while just a pen or something from the company. And now they're doing uh, stealing on the income tax, on this, on that. And, and, and guess what? It's because they walked out of the realm of God. But my question to you today, I wish I could go further, but I, I don't have the time. Uh, might have talked too much. But nevertheless, I did what I know God was telling me, uh, putting it in my spirit. But let me say this. To those of you that know that you're hearing God, measure the voice of God by the word of God. If you can't prove the word of God, not one scripture. Now, I keep saying that because you can back up anything by one scripture, but it doesn't make it right. But can you really back up? that God have chose you and ordained you to say and to do whatever you are doing. Where is the love? Can you say that the love of Christ dwelleth in you? Or if, can somebody see the love of Christ? If a person can't see the love, then guess what? So what if this other person is wrong? Why not take down that you might win something, somebody else that's trying to do something contrary to the will of God. Yes, they might be wrong, but you lay your right down and glorify God and see won't God get the glory. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you for your word. Bless your word that came forth, that it might stir up a heart to those that heard it, that they may go forth and be the vessel that you have called and chose them to be. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, uh, we want to say we would love to hear from some of you. Amen. Next week we are having a post office box. Don't worry about it. If you send it to the old one and to my faithful listeners, amen, uh, I'm sending you our new address uh, in, in the beginning so we can move forward. Amen. Uh, the ones that have written me and the few that have written, amen, we thank God for you. And the reason I say I thank God for you because in times like this, we truly need to hear from you. Amen. No, we are not begging, but the Bible tells me to ask and I shall receive. Amen. I've always been there for others. Amen. I've had people to call me at 4 o'clock in the morning, believe it or not. I'm there. Sometimes you have something in you, you old flesh, and then you want to try to sleep. You say, well, wait a minute. How come they won't call the pastor? But uh, God put a preacher in my life, Pastor Paul's, way back. He said, whatever you have that God enabled you to give to him, you need to do it. And don't worry about what somebody else is not doing. So we are saying to you, as we close, we would love to hear from some of you that say you was going to call. Those of you that haven't called and wrote us, amen. Let us hear from you. Amen. We are believing God for bigger and greater things if it's in the God's will. And he put it in his will for me to do certain things. And I'm looking for the evidence that he have promised me. 
Amen. And those of you, listen, you're welcome to call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. We pray this message that you just heard was a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message again, or if you have a special prayer request, please feel free to write Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. That's Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. You can also learn more about the ministry of Believers Walking in Righteousness or Brother James Ware by logging onto his website, brotherjamesware.org. That's www.brotherjamesware.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you really soon. We truly pray that this broadcast has lifted your spirit and awakened you. As 2 Timothy 2.15 states, to study to show yourself approved unto God. Until the next time, be blessed. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.